the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning to you. This is WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm Reese Edwards. Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Carroll, CBS News, on WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday. WPTF and Raleigh. I'm Rufus Adbiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Kemp. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is Kay Kaiser. Oh, yo, well, that's good. This is Aunt Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Yours truly, Sam Beard, and Jim Reed, and Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam, and greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Thursday, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wayne Ed is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Capps. With a nocturne, we send as our best. This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of Familiar Carol. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dill here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Rayleigh and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener Program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF Record Vault. Good morning. Good morning to you. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Yeah, 10.09 already. And uh, time for a little less than an hour of the WPTF Weekend Gardener for this Saturday, December 12th. Everybody done all your Christmas shopping? Anybody? Christmas? Have you done any of your Christmas shopping? <laughs> no. I might change my mind. I don't like to shop anyway, and with everything Melissa doesn't going either. On, everything that's going on right now, I'm, yeah, I really don't. That's right. There were a lot of people doing it online, but uh, I try to. Uh, I don't even like to do that. help out the folks <laughs> who who uh, you know my my regular stores. Sure. And uh, like the Garden Hut and and uh, Campbell Road Nursery and Logan's and and so forth, um, but other places and the restaurants too. Try to keep them going. Uh, but yeah, it's a great thing to do that. We want them around uh, all the restaurants and, and so forth. And some of those local nurseries and, and garden centers uh, might be safer places to shop because they're like, right. be less crowded, especially if you go on a weekday. 
Yeah. Uh, and, and that's why they've been allowed to, to stay open. And everything's outside. Mm-hmm. So, And yeah. all kinds of great gifts. Yeah, yeah you can – what do you got? Uh, you got poinsettias and, and um, cyclamen and – Christmas, uh, Christmas cactus. cactus and plus a lot of lot of plants, and a lot of camellias, amaryllis. Yeah, amaryllis. we have we have some really pretty uh, sasanquas right now that are just what we have white and then of course the yuletide and s- some pinks. I mean they're they're just beautiful. And I noticed that my camellia, my japonica, is blooming. It was blooming this morning, and I meant to bring one. And yeah, even the japonicas are blooming. Yep, they're starting right to bloom now. now. And then um, we actually are having uh, the per- the great perennial giveaway. We started it, I oh, think, good. on Thursday. So everybody's been um, getting their perennials and getting ready for early spring with that. And then we also – our um, uh, poinsettias, the six-and-a-half-inch poinsettias are on sale today. So uh, we're – and we're going to have a brand-new crop of pansies about the – the last of january so if you didn't get your pansies in we still have a few violas and pansies to choose from but uh we've got some beautiful snaps we've got a new crop of snaps and the way the weather's been the snapdragons are doing great mm-hmm. they are so well. um just come on by and we'll help you out so uh you still have some some perennials yes left? we do we do um we have plenty Give us some examples of some digitalis of and poppies and lamium and um, let's see what else is over there. There's lots of. Is a poppy hard to grow? No. And I, I've never had any luck though from seed. Well, it's very difficult to grow poppies. You, around here, we have to put poppies. If we want to germinate any poppy seed, we have to put them in a, an air conditioned room. To no. literally grow them, to, to get them to germinate. No wonder I've not had any. Right. So, but the poppies, once you get the plant, like we have them now, they've been, they've done really well this year. Yeah. And they're, they're pretty, uh, they're blooming. Uh, we've got some grasses, uh, different kinds of grasses. We've got, so I'm trying to think what else is over there. There's lots of different kinds of grasses breeds. have been so popular they are in yeah. the last couple of years just seeing more and more it's right it's a, it's a different look i mean the, the, the muley grass which is, is fairly grass common is beautiful i i saw someone on on facebook that had had uh, just a i don't know a, a huge plot of just right. muley grass and it was it was so pink and nice. My favorite, my favorite um, planting of muley grass is coming in on um, South Saunders Street, or not? It's like right when South Saunders branches off to the left, and you can see the beautiful skyline of Raleigh. Yeah, there's a big planting of muley grass in mm. that median. I'll have to check and, that um, out. It is. It's been for the past few years. It's been beautiful. I love love seeing that. Huh. So, yeah, when the yeah. sun hits it and just the little mm-hmm. feathery, oh, it's just fabulous sight. Yeah, there are a lot of perennial grasses that you can grow. Yeah. Um, many unusual annual grasses, but uh, I don't know if any of them perennial per, perennialize around here. A lot of the um, landscapers or and homeowners are using the Acorus ogon. It's a variegated, uh, has a yellowish 
uh, cast to it, especially in the winter. It gets more yellow. Um, they use that and, in the container gardens and in the beds uh, with their pansies, and it's it's a nice, attractive plant. Paul, you got anything to, to say about all of this? We don't want to leave you out, even though you're yeah, on the phone the, there. Yeah, although the native grasses, believe it or not, are important for pollinators. Right. Um, which which some folks might not realize because uh, we think of you know pollinators as needing colorful flowers, but uh, I know Debbie Ruth, uh, my colleague in Chatham County, that uh, planted the pollinator paradise garden uh, there in Pittsburgh, uh, has a lot of native grasses in her garden for the pollinators, and and I think I think that's an unbelievable place that that oh, she yeah. has there. The work and that goes into it. She she's a brilliant gardener. She is. She is. Um, and, and I think with the native grasses for the pollinators, it's more for um, uh, nesting sites as opposed to being like, you know, obviously they're not going to be nectar producers. Yeah. Gosh. So utilize some of those those grasses in the landscape. I think you'll be really happy with, with how they'll look for most of the year. Well, I, I utilize one in a very unique way. I think I've showed you pictures before an outside Christmas tree where I bustle up yeah. the, the zebra plant, and it looks <laughs> like a, a, a nice lady with a bustle on, and then I put a ring lights around it, and it and it sort of looks like a pineapple in, dressed up in Christmas lights. <laughs> <laughs> that's an interesting yeah. concept. That's a, that's a great idea. And, of course, you can – if you didn't get a chance to buy a Christmas tree, you may have one ready-made in your landscape. You know, the Leland cypress and cedars, and most people don't have, unless they live out in the country, don't have cedars in their yard, at least that the old-fashioned type, uh, the red cedar. But there are all kinds of, you can utilize all kinds of trees. It doesn't, and it can, some of the deciduous trees really look good with lights on them. Some people in my neighborhood have them year-round, have the lights on you know, maybe some white lights on, on a tree. Yeah, especially the weeping redbud. It looks really pretty with lights on it. If you have the patience, well, great, patience, patience to wrap each. That's one a of great those. idea. Yeah. Carter is in Durham. Carter, good morning. And how are you? Great. Is this our Carter Q? It is. Hey, how are you? I um I just happened to um uh, I. I, I happened to go out yesterday. I was thinking about some uh, poinsettias, and I and I had said, I said, well, maybe I can get on over to Campbell Road, but I uh, I didn't want to deal with the traffic, and um, so I happened to uh, find a place in Hillsboro, a very interesting place uh, called Eno Valley Farm. It's been there for about a year, I think. Huh. Yeah, and uh, it is quite a quite an operation. Um, but I know they have a lot of. A lot of greenhouses, and they have a huge pick-your-own uh, blueberry and strawberry crop. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. But just uh, they uh, they sell they um, they wholesale, and uh, but it's a very interesting place if you happen to be on this side of the uh, highway. There are uh, there are all kinds of local garden centers uh, around uh, here and there. Some you. Just kind of stumble upon. Maybe they don't advertise a lot, but uh, the word of mouth or just driving by, you'll you'll see them here and there. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Glad they're in business. Oh yes, yes, yeah. This is the Eno Eno Valley Farm. I, I think the uh, I think the owner uh, Keaton uh, is 
just graduated from Virginia Tech last year and and drew a plan on a piece of paper and uh, uh, within a very short period of time. I mean, it's a huge it's a huge operation. I think it used to build tobacco farms. Yeah, as as a lot of a lot of things, a lot of housing developments and and other things are stem from those old tobacco fields oh, yeah. that we have. Yeah, yeah. I'm about and, that. Well, uh, good luck to them. That's, well, and I, I tell you what, the other thing too, I, and I had to ask, uh, you know, uh, ask them if they're interested in carrying the Weekend Gardening magazine. So uh, I'll send their information over to you. They said they would love to carry it. Well, that's good. Well, Carter, how's the library science business going? Well, you know, uh, we are. We are uh, in quarantine. <laughs> people, people, you can still get a, you can still get your items, um, but um, however, uh, you just aren't allowed into the building for a long period of time. So, right. the thing we let uh, the books and DVDs and other items, we put them on a table, and uh, you make an appointment, and you can come at your appointed time. Wow, my half times it all gets tedious, doesn't it? Gosh. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, well. yes. Well, one thing it has it has given me the opportunity to uh, you know just downtime. I I've been reading rereading through uh, Michael Durr's uh, big encyclopedia of uh, <laughs> of trees and shrubs. Oh, I'm so, telling you, yeah. The, Paul, you were talking about some books that that we should have in our library. Michael Durr has written some of those, and uh, that is within textbooks at NC State. right now. Yeah, textbooks. I'm sure you had that uh, Dr. Durr from University of Georgia, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I tell you what, one thing about it, uh, I uh, I, wanted, I was going to send uh, Professor Durr a, a note to, to tell him that I've been able to get my exercise and my also ability to read at the same time, because that's, that's a heavy book. I'm telling you, <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> He didn't mess around when he when he wrote his books. No, no. <laughs> well, Carter, so nice of you to to check in with us. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Thank you, thank you, and uh, y'all have a, a great day and a great rest of the weekend. All right, buddy. Well, thank, thank you, you. thank you so much. Mm-hmm. All right, bye. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you as well. All right, bye. Christmas our, is coming. Our, one of our our buddies, uh, one of our listeners, we just uh, miss a big big family. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three nine one nine eight six zero WPTF ten twenty one WPTF time. More coming up on the weekend gardener. listening to the longest running gardening show on the radio it's the wptf weekend gardener with mike ann and rufus we're back on wptf at 10 24 <laughs> mike Rayley here along with ann clapp and rufus edmonston and phil campbell owner of campbell road nursery and pamela is with us hey pamela hi how are you good okay morning. good morning to you how can we help you Yes, I, last year I had asked uh, about Sweet Melissa's uh, peanut brittle, and my aunt wanted to purchase some this year because she says it's very delicious. And well, she doesn't. She doesn't sell it. We we don't okay. we don't sell it. We just she just kind of makes it, and it kind of catches fire once we <laughs> once we give it to people. <laughs> okay. Well, wait, oh, you I 
you uh, asked you for the recipe. You asked no, for the you recipe, came to didn't my you? House last year. We sure did. We brought you some. We, it, it, we or he left it on the doorstep. <laughs> right, and she wanted me to ask this year because she said she really enjoyed it. And well, I told her I would certainly call to find out. Well, I, I will be glad to to get her some. I'll, I'll be okay. glad to bring her some, and I need to give you the recipe too. You emailed me, and I'll be okay. glad to give you the the recipe. Now, I can't Great. I can't guarantee that it's going to taste like sweet Melissa's, but it's delicious. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's really tricky. Yeah. Do you have a Do you have a little uh, sheet of marble somewhere? Because it's uh, it's got to get real hot in the pan. You got to stir and stir and stir and stir, and then you pour it out on this cool, cold marble, and then it uh, just kind of spreads out real quickly. That's okay. part of the key to it. That and soda, okay. the soda in it makes it kind of light, so it doesn't break your teeth, and it's just addictive. It's just a terrible thing. It's so good, it's terrible. <laughs> And I got a big tin of it. She she makes several batches of it during the year and keeps it in his bucket. And I just stay away from it because I would sit oh, I there know, and but, I would but graze. You know, Mike, it's kind of hard to stay away from it. I know. Well, I, I'll uh, yeah. Email me. Uh, you, you've emailed me your uh, request for the for the recipe. I will send that. But uh, give give me refresh me on the address. Send me the address. Okay, you want me to email? Just put back in the contact where I have email you. Yeah, just the same. Yeah, the same. If we're taking it the same place, just put put the the road address or street okay. so we can use GPS and get there. And we'll we'll bring you some. Bring your okay, your mother, is mother or aunt? aunt? Your okay, aunt. your aunt. Yes. And I have another question. Yeah. I was thinking about when I was growing up. I used to see Christmas cats. This is around. You know where I used to live. Um, do you ever see those anymore? What, can you purchase them? I haven't. They are beautiful. Yeah, we were just talking about them earlier in the show. Phil has uh, beautiful ones. They're they're this time of year. You see them a lot of different places. Yeah, we have about we probably have about eight different colors, and we wow. have small. We have some smaller size and some larger size. They're they're just beautiful right now. They really are. Oh, great! I was just wondering. You know, what could I purchase them? Smaller and larger. We have I, I, she sure I, has them at Campbell Road Nursery. Mm-hmm. Where where is it now? It's uh it's on Campbell Road, which is right off. It runs between Tryon Road and Holly Springs. You can go. It, it dead ends both places, but it's it's right right there. It's, it's almost behind Crossroads Shopping Center. Yeah, it's close to Swift Creek Elementary School. Yeah, I know where it is. Okay, uh, yeah. Cam- right. it's twenty eight oh four Campbell Road. You can't miss it if you get on Campbell Road. Okay, I was just out there uh, last. We're doing Thanksgiving. It's okay. a nice, uh, nice drive. To, that's pretty, pretty country out in there. So, what time? Are the, your, your office hours? Yeah, we're, when are you open? Today? We're open from nine to five today, and closed yeah. tomorrow and Monday. Yeah, oh. no, we're open on Monday. Are oh, you open on? Yeah, Monday. we'll be okay. open from ten to five on Monday. Okay, uh, thank you, uh, and I definitely will get there. All right, uh, thank you so much, and Mike, uh, I'll be certainly. Get ready to send you my email so you can send out the sweet Melissa's great candy. Yeah, send send me the send me the uh, your your house address so I so I we can get will. there. All right, thank you, okay. Pamela. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. 
She, you know, she's becoming world famous with her cooking. That's right. Okay. If it's not, if pimento it's not cheese. the peanut brittleness pimento cheese, you really mm. like the pimento cheese. I, I do love too. That pimento cheese. I do. Oh, and you know, Lord. I didn't pay any attention Wee. to it until until recently. Yeah, it's and now really I can't good. stay away from it. And I'm, really I'm going to have to. I'm going to yeah. have to lay down the law to myself and stay away from the pimento cheese. Yep. Now, why would you do that? Because you don't have any weight problem. Well, I, I mean, I, I just, you know, have have everybody as you age certainly has a tendency to yeah. to put on weight more. Now, yes, yes, we do. <laughs> yes, we now, do. I'm pretty active in the newsroom. I'm I'm running around quite a bit, but uh, and I walk every day a couple of miles. But you know, I need more. Now, exercise. the only thing that Mike is stingy with me about is the. Melissa, wonderful. Well, he'll think of it in a minute. More coming up. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. 10.36 WPTF time. Uh, my friend Paul McKenzie is with us. Um, our, my other friend, Phil Campbell from Campbell Road Nursery is here. They're open today until what time? We're open until 5. Let me turn your mic on. We're open till five. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, my other friend, uh, Rufus Edmondson, is sitting there. Phil, Rufus, what are you going to do today? Are you going to? I am going to your... go back and, and uh, trim some trees a little bit, some dead wood out of them. I'm going to take up some spent uh, perennial stalks that are in the ground. Just cut them off at the, at the base. Don't don't pull don't pull them out. And uh, try to go by Phil's and get some of those uh, perennials that she's offering to give to the public for free. That's a, that's a great thing to do. In fact, most of my yard is made up of Phil's perennials. And I have a, now a selection of, of snaps that she sent over the other day by one of her, <clears throat> her great workers that helps me, a man named Palmer Parker, who has learned a lot of gardening from you, Phil, because he, he – uh, he is always curious about what to do and and what the name of something is. I, right. I, I'm very thankful that you've taught him so much. And there's curious and then there's curious. Curious. Okay. <laughs> or curiouser, yeah. Or cur- hey. It's curiouser well, and curiouser. What were you trying to think of all ago? When we got oh yeah, I forgot about it. We were See, I peanut, forgot about it. We were talking about peanut brittle. Yeah, yeah. peanut and, brittle, and, 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 I, and I thought you and I said you're stingy with that because. You worry about my diabetes. Yeah, I don't, I don't let you have that. But we do. We do try to provide you with some sugar-free, uh, sh- sugar-free jelly. Yeah, and and the pimento mm. cheese is is not off the list. No, <sighs> everything in moderation. That's right. Was it Socrates that said that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Paul, what what uh, should we be doing in the landscape right now? Uh, besides trimming trimming out the deadwood. Yeah, well, you know, one thing I like to encourage folks to do this time of year is to take a look up in your shade trees and kind of give them an annual exam uh, and just kind of look up in the canopy and make sure that everything looks ship-shaped, that you don't have any broken limbs, you don't have any rotten limbs. Uh, Take a look at the trunks, make sure you don't see any uh, mushrooms or injuries on the trunks of your shade trees. Uh, and if you do see anything that uh, raises a question mark, then you know contact your extension agent, contact your local office of the North Carolina Forest Service, 
or uh, contact a certified arborist who can come out and do an assessment of those trees. Uh, so that's one thing that's good to do this time of year. Um, just give those those shade trees a, a good close inspection. What about for the lawn? Is there anything we can be doing in the landscape? Is it too late to fertilize fescue, for instance? Well, we, we recommend getting your tall fescue fertilized around Thanksgiving. So if you missed that Thanksgiving application, you're probably okay getting it out. You know, I'd try to do it sooner rather than later, you know, maybe this weekend if you could or the next few days. Um, You know, the other thing you can do with your tall fescue lawn is keep an eye out for cool season weeds. A lot of people don't think about treating cool season weeds until, you know, March, April. And by then, it's it's often too late to get good good, good control because many of them have already flowered and set seed. So if you'll keep an eye out for them now, and most of those uh, broadleaf turf herbicides, they need a little bit of a warm day to do their job effectively, but it's not unusual to have a 60, 70 degree day from time to time as we move through uh, December and and even into January. So just keep an eye out for that and and look for that window when you can make a a treatment if needed. Yeah. Uh, Shrubs and... and We've talked a little bit about trees getting out the dead wood and, and looking up in the tops of them. But what about shrubs? Anything that we should be doing this well, time of, of year? I recommend our, our major pruning be done late February, early March. Uh, you know, if there was something that was just so overgrown that it was just an absolute nuisance, uh, you know, you're probably okay doing some judicious pruning now. Things should be good and dormant, which is what you're looking for. Uh, but other than that, if, if, if you can put off your, your pruning until late February, early March, that would be preferable. Phil, Rufus. if you could uh, go ahead, Rufus. Except maybe roses. I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and prune mine. I, I don't see any harm. At least that. a waist high. Uh, yeah, uh, during absolutely. February, knee high, I think. But uh, waist high. Waist, and, high. waist high is good, yeah. good way to do it. Yeah, Witherspoon, I uh, think we talked about that a little bit last week. But they uh, – they did come out and do our roses about two weeks ago. So yeah, and they're about they're about waist high. Or yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it keeps uh, roots in good shape for the winter winds, as it, we mentioned earlier yeah, they, in the show. They they trimmed them and or pruned them, and then they pulled the uh, bark mulch up around them. Probably, I don't know, five, maybe five or six inches around them to protect. Yeah, yeah protects the, the wind. base up base off. Right. Them. Right. By the way, did you move that beautiful Tijuana? Rose that Mike and I are so crazy about that was beside. We did, but te- tequila sunrise, uh, te- tequila sunrise. Yeah, we yeah. did. It's That's it's so had a little bit of a rough time. It didn't like it after we moved it, but maybe by this year, by this spring, it'll. It, yeah, it just took a, a little hit when we moved it. I, I think really it'll be have fine. enjoyed that. Yeah. It's so it's it's almost maintenance free. Yeah, and uh, Phil, if you could run through quickly, uh, uh, taking care of our. Christmas tree, poinsettia, keep, Christmas cactus, and cyclamen. Keep the water in the Christmas tree. Keep the water away from the other plants unless you see that they're wilting just a bit. Um, and uh, pansies right now, uh, just keep them deadheaded. 
Um, I'm surprised every day at people that come in that don't know they have to deadhead their pansies <laughs> to keep them blooming. And um, so that would be, and if you don't want a deadhead, then plant violas or snaps. Right. And when you say deadhead, you literally mean deadhead. I mean, you, you take you take go all the way heads to, off. Yeah, you go all, but you don't just snap the top off. Right. You go all the way down to yeah. the bottom of the stem and pinch it, just like you're pinching turnip greens. Yeah. Okay. I haven't pinched a turnip green and and a long time. I don't know how long? <laughs> what about you, Rufus? I haven't pinched any kale either. <laughs> <laughs> Joe is in Raleigh. Joe, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning. I had a question. I heard you talking. I don't know, this earlier today about pruning roses, and I wondered if it was okay to prune my lady bank. Now it's kind of getting wild and long. Uh, I hope it's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, Rufus, yours is yours still? You you had one growing up into a crepe myrtle. Is that still with us? Well, that, that is no longer with us. But okay. It, it it is certainly a good time to prune it. I would think. Yes. Yeah. It's it is a good time. Do you and feel like doing that today, Joe? Yeah. How much is can I prune the lady bank? Much you want to. Yeah. You can. You can go like waist high with it. That's not too much. I, I've I've done that before with mine, and it still grew up twenty, thirty feet in the tree. Yeah. Okay. How about a new dawn climbing rose? Same thing with that. Now that one I'm not familiar with. I'm I'm sure. Paul, do you have anything to uh, interject about about uh, the climbing roses and pruning? New Dawn. Is the... I do not. I'm not as familiar with those. Um... Yeah, I... but it, but it's it, if you prune think... it, it's it's going to grow it back, right? No matter what. Oh, okay. You don't want it whipping so around in in the wind, okay. in of the winter time. So, it it'll grow back. Not really. Cutting off any potential I, summer, spring. No, no. I, I sort of think think of cutting out my roses at, at knee height. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. <clears throat> also, um, I guess it's Confederate jasmine. It has small white flowers on it in the spring. It's mm-hmm. an evergreen. Mm-hmm. Very fragrant. Um, I can do some pruning on that now. It's growing on an arbor, and it's kind of getting a little too wild and... Yeah, I don't think you can hurt that at all. Oh, really? Okay. So go on and cut that as much as I want. Mm -hmm. Would you be cutting off the the blossoms, though, Phil, if you cut it too much this time of year? Um, Or the buds? I don't know that you would. Mine has has just finished. I mean, it it was the weather's been so crazy. Mine has bloomed some. Just as of late, I mean, recently. So I, I, it's hard to tell. I mean, it really is. Yeah. I mean, it's a good good question, but maybe the, you know, I, mine bloomed off and on all summer and into yeah. the fall, no, late fall. Too, but you might sacrifice some of the early mm-hmm. blossoms, right. but chances are it would come back. Yeah. And, and yeah, bloom sorry, later. would come back. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's so wild. I think I'll go on and do some pruning on it anyway and see what happens. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much. Thank you, Joe. Merry Christmas. Be sure to wear you. gloves when you prune those roses. Well, make sure you oh, do. Yeah. Goat skin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lady Banks is pretty nice to you, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love that flower. That tequila sunrise doesn't have any thorns either. Yeah. Yeah, that's All a right, good one. thanks a lot. Thank you, Joe.
All right. Uh, we'll talk to Linda coming up here on WPTF. You know, when you're servicing your car, you need to know your cycle of service. Have you ever thought about that? Your cycle of service begins the month you buy your car. That cycle does not necessarily match with the normal seasonal changes. At King's Auto Service, they will schedule your service intervals based on that cycle. For those using synthetic oil, and most of us do now, um, at least if we bought a car in the last few years, uh, you know, driving limited miles, many of us uh, do that, city driving, you may go months past the normal service based on those miles, and you'll need to schedule your service two to three times a year. Now, during your service, Kings will check wipers and belts and tires and transmission levels, and you'll you'll thank them for that because especially the belts and and uh, hoses and things. Boy, you you really got to be careful with those. For those of you currently driving a hybrid vehicle like a, a Prius or something, the certified hybrid technicians at King's Auto are now able to refurbish your high-voltage battery pack for less than the dealer will charge to replace it. This usually occurs around 150,000 miles or so. That's kind of the average. Call King's today to schedule a courtesy battery analysis. King's Auto Service and King's Correct Lube. Easy to find at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh and at kingautomotive.net. King's Automotive Service, Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. Uh, again, we'll talk to Linda and Selma coming up after, the new, after uh, this break here on WPTF. It's 1049. You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Okay, we're running out of time here. Linda is in Selma. Linda, good morning. You're on WPTF. Yes, I'll make it real quickly. I have three questions you can answer them any time. The little frilly onions have come up in my yard. I mowed yesterday, so I know they're there. uh, I think that's wild garlic that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. I reckon it is. Yeah. In the world. I've never had it before. It's got a bulb, and you got to use 2,4-D on that, but uh, – or can – Paul, can you dig it up? Is that the best way to get rid of it? Uh, <laughs> oh I think that would be – all over my yard. Oh, uh, okay. It would be hard to get that done. Uh, yeah, 2,4-D, and you need to use a surfactant to help that uh, product stick to the leaves. Yeah, something – I mean, you can – I don't know, other than some kind of dishwashing detergent, that's basically what we're talking about. And that uh, mixed with the chemical will stick to that. If you'll, you'll notice, it, it's the, the not the ball, but the whatever comes up the, from on, the ground is, is very resilient. Yeah, resist the water, so you need you need a surfactant or something like soap. Tell me again what she said. What kind? Two four D is an ingredient in something like weed be gone. It's a broad leaf. You need a broad leaf weed killer. Okay, now my my next question: um, When do you trim? I have limelight hydrangeas that are just beyond gorgeous this summer. When when do you trim those? Rufus, when do you trim your limelight hydrangea? I don't trim that until till, uh, way late in the uh, February, etc. Because 
and and go down and trim it above the where you want it to be trimmed. Put it above the 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 the, bu- the bud because you you might be cutting off your bloom if you don't if you go below that bud. Okay, um, I have, you know, the dried flowers now, which I have not. Yeah, I know, Ann. Uh, Ann, something you can do is spray paint yours mm-hmm. with some gold or silver. We did. Uh, or a different <laughs> color of paint. Have you got that? How far, down, how far, okay, I'll try that. How far <laughs> do you trim now? I mean, in June. I mean, in whenever you see February. it. February. <laughs> say, say it again. I, I, I go a third when I trim. Yeah. Yeah. Paul, you have, uh, what, do you, what do you say? Oh, that sounds like wise wise advice. All right, nothing to add. A third down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, and your next question, real quickly. Oh, is it time to plant fig trees? Yes, yes. ma'am. Yes. Time to plant what? Fig. 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 Yeah. Sure. Yes, it's fine now. Yeah, wild turkey, oh, Celeste. Yeah. I don't know. There are several different varieties. Now. Celeste is my favorite. It's a yeah. bigger, bigger fig. It's yeah. a it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did fig pickles for years, and the hot spell came, and uh, and it killed my two trees in there my whole lifetime. Oh wow, oh, that, they're hard to kill. How, how about brown turkey? Brown turkey is a good one. Yeah, Very that's good. a reliable one. Okay, that's what I think my dad had. Probably so. so now, just trim a little bit on the hydrangeas. I got it. Yeah. Okay. Linda, thank you. Give her our best, to everybody in Selma. I will. Hey, love your program. Listen for years. Thank you. Thank Thanks for being you. a part Thank of you. it. Let's Thank head to you. Davidson County. This is the uh, Thrasher Equipment Capital of the World. They, the they old have time some... Thrasher's reunion, yeah. right? Yep. James, uh, how are you doing this morning? We only got a couple of minutes. I'm doing great, fellas. Merry Christmas to everybody. Merry Christmas to you. Hi, how Merry can Christmas we help you? you? Well, I know there's only just a few seconds, but uh, you were talking about confederate jasmine a moment ago yes and um about two years ago i planted uh, a new plant of confederate jasmine i made the mistake of planting it on the north side of the building mm. and it's a fairly tall building so about two-thirds of the year it doesn't get any direct sun well uh the first year it did what i thought was very well because i've had the, i've had it before on a larger pergola that got full sun um First year it did pretty well. This past spring and summer, uh, it bloomed, but not near as much as I knew it could, um, and it barely even grew. That stuff grows pretty quickly. Normally. Right. We got about a minute. And the leaves turned into like a reddish hue. So, is there any any chance for this thing? I'd wait till spring. I would wait till spring and see if it comes out for you. Yeah, it may depend okay. on how harsh a winter we have. I don't think we're predicted to have a harsh winter. Yeah, but, it might come back out. Uh, but they 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 are more they are less cold tolerant than the Carolina jasmine right. by far. Right. Okay. All right, James. Thank appreciate you. you calling us from Denton and All Davidson right. County, and and uh, please call us again. That's right. Lexington is a suburb of Denton. I'm okay. telling you, go eat some barbecue for me today, will you? That's right. Th- All right. Thanks, folks. Thanks, James. Appreciate it, buddy. Paul, thank you. We'll see you next week. See and, you, Paul. and I'm going to have lunch with Paul and Johnny next week. Uh, oh, we'll see y'all up in Oxford, I guess. Ms. Ann, yep. Brother Rufus, and yep. Phil Campbell, Camber Road Nursery. Thanks, Jason. Thank you, buddy. Thank you.